Good morning and welcome to the India Business News podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 29th and this is your morning market update. The Indian stock market is expected to open flat as trends on SGX Nifty indicate a flat to positive opening for the index. Indian shares ended over 1.5% higher on Monday mainly led by gains in bank stocks. While gains in Asian markets further uplifted the sentiment. The Sensex ended 593 points higher at 38,981. While the Nifty rose 177 points to settle at 11,227. US stocks bounced back from the longest weekly losing streak in a year for the S&P 500 and the Dow with technology, banks and travel shares leading the advance. Oil prices fell on Tuesday as demand concerns driven by COVID-19 outweighed hopes that US lawmakers and the White House were nearing an agreement on a new stimulus package to revive the world's biggest economy. Brent crude futures also fell 0.4% to $42.26 a barrel. In fresh orders today, the government said with a view to manage cash flows, it has been decided to retain and continue with the same expenditure management measures stipulated in Q1 and Q2 for Q3 of free 2020-21. While GST numbers for September are yet to be reported, net direct tax collections for April to September so far are likely around 3.33 lakh crore rupees, up 72% over the August end numbers of 1.93 lakh crore rupees, but still a negative 28% compared to April to September 2019. As a result, the asking rate to meet the original budget target of approximately 13 lakh crore rupees has widened to 1.62 lakh crore rupees of net collections a month. The Reserve Bank on Monday postponed the meeting of the Monetary Policy Committee, the all-important interest rate setting panel, over a possible lack of quorum as the appointment of independent members is delayed. Seeking to make fundraising easier, markets regulator SEBI provided relaxations to REITs and INVITs for preferential and institutional placement of their respective units. Real estate investment trusts and infrastructure investment trusts can now raise equity capital through institutional placement route 2 weeks after a previous such exercise. In two separate but similarly worded circulars, SEBI said that in view of the situation emerging out of the coronavirus pandemic, it has granted certain relaxations for raising of equity capital by listed REITs and INVITs. SEBI said REITs and INVITs shall not make any subsequent institutional placement until the expiry of 2 weeks from the date of the prior institutional placement made pursuant to one or more special resolutions. According to government sources, North Block is readying a draft bill to amend the GST Compensation Act, which would enable the government to extend the levy of cess on sin and luxury goods by two years. Government sources said the draft amendment is to propose an extension of the cess from current June 2022 to June 2024 to pay off the borrowings to compensate states for their guaranteed 14% revenue, which was promised at the time of rollout of GST. India's residential market was more active in the third quarter of 2020 with sales increasing by 34% quarter on quarter according to JLL research. While Mumbai accounted for 29% of the total sales in the quarter, 22% of those came from Delhi and CR. Growth in sales activity was also driven by stronger demand in Chennai, Hyderabad and Pune. The Reserve Bank of India said it has extended the marginal standing facility relaxation for banks until March 31st. Earlier, this facility was given till September 30th. 
Under MSF facility, banks are allowed to avail of funds by dipping into the statutory liquidity ratio by up to an additional 1% of net demand and time liabilities, that is, cumulatively up to 3% of NDTA. Stock-specific news. India Grid Trust has completed the acquisition of 74% in Jajjar KT Transco from Kalpataru Power Transmission and Techno Electric and Engineering Company. HDFC Asset Management Company has offloaded the entire 5.02% stake in Hexaware Technologies. Shalbi Board has approved to reduce promoters' shareholding in the company to 75% from 79.45%. Infosys subsidiary Edge Worf Systems has signed a partnership with Minute, a leader in process mining, to help its clients accelerate process excellence. Moody's has downgraded IIFL Finance's Corporate Family Rating CFR, and Senior Secured Debt Rating to B2 from B1 and changed the outlook to stable from rating under review. Central Bank of India's board has approved allotment of 16.58 crore shares aggregating to 254 crore rupees to qualified institutional buyers. According to the Transaction Auditor Grant Thornton report, fraudulent transactions worth 12,705.53 crore rupees took place at DHFL during FY17 to FY19. Symphony has launched universal packaged air coolers for industrial and commercial applications. Balaji Telefilms Board has approved the liquidation of its subsidiary Chayabani Balaji Entertainment. Anu Pharma has received approval from WHO, Geneva pre-qualification for pyrimethamine API which is used as anti-malarial drugs. UTI Asset Management Company, Mazagon Dock Shipbuilders and Likhita Infrastructure IPOs open for subscription today. UTI AMC has a price band of 552 to 554 rupees per share. Mazagon Dock Shipbuilders has a price band of 135 to 145 rupees per share. Likhita infrastructure is priced at 117 to 120 rupees per equity share. All three IPOs closes on October 1st. And that's your business briefing. Stay safe and stay healthy.